0: 1-800-BETS-OFF. With the suspension of star quarterback Deshaun Watson, the Browns have remained an afterthought to start this season. But Cleveland is still one of the more talented teams in the league. Browns backup QB Jacoby Brissett is far from anybody's long-term answer under center. But Brissett has the Browns at 2-1. and one. And if the team can continue that trend, adding Watson to this talented roster could make the Browns a team nobody wants to play at the end of the year. I'm Dan Patrick. <laughs> From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby-back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. (laughs)
1: We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Tom Cakert. our pick still to come before we get out of here just before noon. Right now, off to Vegas, Will she? we shall go. Mike Palm, Vice President Operations, uh, Circus Sports. Mike Palm and I are going to start a podcast next week on the uh, Iowa Everywhere Network. Nice. You know what Chris wants to call it? Did Mike, first of all, uh, good morning. Um, thanks for popping on. Did, uh, did William share what he wants to call this with you? Uh, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's going to fly. Um, Ken Palm. Like, like Ken Palm, Ken Palm, right? Ken Palm, yeah, yeah right. Uh, I don't know. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, <laughs> we got to we got to do some better than that. But certainly looking forward to it. Happy early birthday, by the way, to you. Forty nine tomorrow, as you'll cross over next year into the big five zero, baby. But let's uh, let's start with last night, Mike. Uh, that cr- crazy play at the end of the game um, certainly was uh, a factor for some, and uh, certainly a kick in the you know what's for others. It's so fun to to watch some. Something like that transpire as you're sitting in a book but maybe you don't have a side in the game but just to watch people best particularly when something as uh, big as far as an outcome happens that late
2: well it affected the teasers and it affected the alternate point spreads which it was sort of a push for us the game was a push too because we needed the Steelers but we needed the over the over got there um, there was some Browns minus 10.5 money on the alternate spread um, that we lose to, but we knock out some Steelers teasers. So it uh, it wasn't significant. I think it was like a $1,300 difference. But Derek was all hot and bothered, saying don't grade the game, that, that Cleveland batted the ball into the end zone, the NFL's going to review that. I said, oh, you're crazy. Hmm. First, first of all, I said, if they reviewed it and, and called it a batted ball, they'd have to have another down. It would be a penalty on the defense on a loose ball. they give Pittsburgh 10 yards from the two from the batted ball, and it'd be an untimed down from the 12 They're not bringing everybody back for that. No, You know, the traditional point spread in total already decided. Remember there was a game, the Chargers and the Steelers, a few years ago where they scored a touchdown on the last play that was clearly illegal, and the NFL went back like 40 minutes later and changed the final score of the game. I do. So it ended up tickets got paid out on both sides, but uh, none of that didn't happen last night. But, uh, you know... It's so hard now with these lateral plays because they're almost always a disaster.
3: (laughs) Really? Well, we uh, continue our conversation with Circa Survivor and Circa Million. Boy, the slate was tough this week, making my five picks for Million. Got them in this morning, and I am not real happy about what I did. Who did you land on Survivor? Uh, Survivor, I ended up going with the Vikings this week. As Mike, like you, I hate doing divisional games, but it was a tough slate. We talked about week ones, week three, week four are so difficult. Already two-thirds of the field's done. Where did you land, if you were any survivor? What do you think is the right side, at least this week?
2: Oh, it's really tough. You know, I'm, yeah. I, I can't reveal the number, but there was significant on the Browns last night already. So oh, was there? Uh, yeah. Oh. And Michael, I was on with Michael Lombardi on his show Lombardi Line yesterday, and he was saying that he thought the Browns were the, the play. Um, but I think it's hard to go out with Jacoby Brissett. It sure is. Uh, and knowing what they did last week. In blowing that game. I mean Nick Chubb took three hundred and what, eighty survivor entries out himself by not going down to right. the one yard line. Yeah. It's really it's really a tough slate. Where do you land? If you play the Chargers, you gotta worry about is Herbert really healthy or not, or why would they risk him if he's not hundred mm-hmm. percent? That's a tough spot too. There's three games in the millions that are pick'ems this week. I mean, there's some tough tough spots. Road favorites again, if you don't want to do division and you don't want to do do road, you almost had to land on Cleveland. I know maybe minnesota will be the most popular pick I, I would guess that it's going to be um but but who knows this could be a week with 2000 entries left where No one team gets more than four hundred. I could see that. You know, um,
1: we took the Chiefs, and I'm—I do not feel good about it at all. Yeah, Uh, Chiefs over the Colts. This is a Colts team that's backed into a corner, almost has to win this football game. Chiefs, the what they've got going for them, Mike, is they've got that. uh, You know, they've been off since last Thursday. They're still the Chiefs, after all. Uh, It was either going to be that for us. Or uh, the other one we were looking at was Cincinnati at the Jets, and we were thinking of taking Cincy, kind of in that same theory, right, that they're a hungry football team, that if they fall to 0-3, there's no way they're going to get back. We're on the Chiefs. I don't feel good about it. How many Chiefs selections do you think there will be?
2: Again, I think everything's going to be in like around 250, 300 picks. Eagles are another consideration mm-hmm. uh, although it's a road division game but they they probably look like the best team in football so far
1: they did Monday so a,
2: I don't I don't I don't think there's any pick you make with great confidence no. like you can say I'm going feel comfortable and I'll be shocked if I lose you know it's, it's a tough week Trent, how did you do after the 5 and 0 week 1 and week 2? There's two?
3: a reason he hasn't brought it up, Mike. <laughs> oh. 2 and 3. <laughs> 2 and 3. Uh, a yeah, a big drop down the standings and now at this point, I mean realistically, what I got to go 5 and 0 and 5 and 0 yeah. to hit the quarterly? I mean, is that a realistic? Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's there's 10 people that are um I saw 10 that. people that are uh, 10 and 0, 85 Jeez. people that are 9 and 1, and then well it we'll was something like 3 400 or more than that that are Eight and two, so yeah, I no think pressure. To Seventeen and three to get a taste uh, in the first quarter.
1: Interesting. Well, it's let's so tough. Uh, let's uh, stay on the NFL slate. We'll get to college football. What do you think is going to be the uh, the most popular game of the day as far as from a handle perspective? Might it be Buffalo Miami? I mean, it's, it's Sunday night football is its own entity, right? Niners Broncos going to take a lot of play, but of the uh, early slate, I mean, I can't wait to watch Buffalo and Miami.
2: Um. Maybe in the early slate, Ravens Patriots might be the most bet game. I think the most bet game of the day, excluding the standalone game, will be Packers and, and Bucks. Yeah. And I don't think it'll be close. Right, uh, and it's seen so much movement already. I mean, from from five down to two, right? So it's it's an incredible movement. There's people speculating the Packers might even be favored by the time the game goes off. I don't know if you've watched them play in California or Florida mm-hmm. in the last three or four years. It's hard to make. They don't score any points. They never. They never. Um, but you know, Brady, no receivers. They're saying so. It's, it's an interesting play. Total crashing too. Uh, down to forty-two. It'll probably tick down to forty-one before kickoff. I, I. It should be a low-scoring game. You, should, you know, if Jameis doesn't start turning the ball over in the Saints there, that that game last week's probably six to three bucks. You know, so.
3: One of my favorite plays of the week and one of the few dogs I really like this week in the NFL is Jacksonville. Going out to the Chargers, taking on a team. Herbert's banked up. Keenan Allen didn't play last week. We'll see about that. They haven't been able to run the football. A couple of young guys up front on that offensive line here. Jacksonville, I got a futures ticket of them to win the South at plus 850, and I am feeling very happy about that right now. This Jacksonville team, live dog this week. What are you guys seeing? Looks like uh, I'm not alone. There's a few other people jumping on the Jags this weekend.
2: Well, I bought bet the ticket on Tuesday, but I didn't get nearly the price you got. I got it at plus three eighty on yeah, Jacksonville. So I made a ma- hmm. I took a max bet on Jacksonville. I myself made a max bet on Jacksonville uh, at plus seven because here is my theory: um, if Herbert doesn't play, this line's going to crash, and I think below three. Yep. And then at that point, you can decide what you want to do with it. You want to get off and create a mail, mm-hmm. however you want to play. If he does play, he's confirmed, reports are he's healthy. What does the number go to, seven and a half? Mm-hmm. I, I, I It may not even move off 7, so I, don't I don't think, I don't it think will. there's any downside to taking the 7 now. I'm surprised it's still at 7, and maybe we see it stick down to six and a half or 6. Look, even if he plays, I think Jacksonville might be live. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the Colts that bad? I don't know, but Jacksonville was in full control of that game for 60 minutes. The Colts could do nothing at all offensively. Jacksonville ran the ball. I think they're a pretty decent team. They got an adult as a coach now. <laughs> uh, the, the, <laughs> no, no, to- no toxic culture. I mean, the, the stories are unbelievable. I don't, but the atmosphere was like with Urban Meyer there last year. I really like him to win the division. I, geez, everybody else is bad. I mean, the ten- Tennessee is. We, we gloss over that they haven't been great defensively, right? And if Panehel comes back to Earth and they want to pitch the ball wide. Uh, to Henry instead of letting him run north south the Colts are absolutely awful Matt Ryan is it's pathetic uh, and, and Houston just probably not enough talent yet at this point I, I love the bet I, I wish I had it at eight fifty I wish I'd I'd have known how bad you know how bad Tennessee would look before the season started to get to get in on that bet uh, but I, I I think that Jacksonville will take a lot of action this week.
1: Mm. Boy, this Chargers team! I'm a big fan of this Chargers roster, top to bottom. We, we'll see. It's obviously different with Herbert. So, one more in on the NFL. What was the overreaction to the Eagles on Monday night, as far as uh, futures, whether it be to win the division, which they already favored to do so, or to or to win the Super Bowl? Bigger, big overreaction or big reaction? Maybe no, it's not an overreaction.
2: It ticked down a little, but they got steam. They got steam uh, going into the season a little bit after Week One. Uh and, and a little bit more after Monday night. It wasn't too big of an overreaction, but but Cousins played so poorly, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Eagles look good though. Did Minnesota decide they're gonna play zone and not let Hertz beat him with his legs and he beat him with his arms. So I mean, you gotta give him credit and and then Cousins is just absolutely awful as he always is in prime time.
3: Let's get over to the college game this weekend, talking to Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. And uh, Mike, start here in the state of Iowa. First of all, big move in that Baylor-Iowa State game. Uh, your thoughts on that one and what you're seeing is this sharp money coming in on the Cyclones in the second part. I, I, I've come up with ideas. I, I had you guys help us out with some college wrestling. I've come <laughs> up with ideas. Nobody was buying, though, at, at the book today or uh, the last couple of days, getting some kind of punt prop up for the Iowa Ruckers, huh?
2: it's tough enough we have to book the game and now the total's at 34. Think about that. We opened Jeez. at 30 35 and a half and right now it's sitting at 34 with a first half total of 17. I mean, it's tough. Nevada did nothing. They absolutely. Would they have 130 yards of offense in that game that finished? What was it? 130 or
1: guys? 140, yeah. I think.
2: Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh on uh, Saturday people were scared, you know, if the game didn't finish it was it would be null and nope. void cuz they hadn't played 55 minutes, so a lot of people that had under tickets or Iowa or, or, or Nevada or Iowa win total, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, if, if the game doesn't get played, that void oh, the win right. total bet, too. Uh, so people were nervous, and they waited, for four hours and got it in. I don't know. Rutgers just looked okay. I think Shiano's a really good
4: coach. I do, too. I
2: just, I mean, that's an impossible spot. And he continues to, you know, win five, six games with that program. I, I just think he's really, really good. I think this is. I think it's too many points to lay again. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, I think Iowa once again, unless they can run the football, they're not going to be able to beat you over the top throwing it, and he's not accurate enough, and all these little slants and all that. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if Rutgers won the game. but I think this is another one of these thirteen ten, thirteen twelve. There's safeties involved and in all kind of nonsense special <laughs> teams game. Nine is a big, big number here primetime
1: tomorrow night we've got a big 10 tilt we may see it again in the championship game right wisconsin ohio state we've got a big 12 tilt we may see it again in the championship game k state and oklahoma so you would think that they would get some action Um, USC and Oregon State is a game that's clearly on my radar, but it doesn't matter that it's on my radar because the Pac-12 network. Now, you guys obviously in the books will get it, but if this game was on an ESPN or an ABC, I'm talking about USC, Oregon State, might this see as much action as the Big Ten and the Big 12 uh, games going off essentially at the same time if it got the carriage, the coverage uh, that the other two would get?
2: Yeah, but it it hurts a little bit to balance the action. This this has been a sharp play this week is Oregon state. It has. A- uh so but there won't be as much public money cuz um people at home if you have direct TV can't watch it. Right. So I ha- I have Cox. So Cox cable out here carries Pac12. That's the reason I got Cox cuz I couldn't get the Pac12 on direct TV. So that's when I switched a few years ago. You know what game is is and I, Ohio State and Wisconsin is obviously the marquee matchup And what outside of Ohio State Wisconsin hasn't been a dog since the Orange Bowl against Miami hmm. that they won handily what five years ago anyhow the game was that's getting all the, the, the attention so far and it's all one-sided is this Michigan State Minnesota really? we opened Michigan State two and a half Minnesota's a three point favorite now
1: how about that huh yeah so so what's what's behind that
2: i I, I think People were really disappointed with Michigan's performance yeah. at War. They, I mean, they were obliterated in the first half. And this Minnesota, they really haven't played anybody, but they just get the job done. I, I think PJ Fleck and it's not close is the best game manager in college football. Hmm. This he knows how to work a clock and a lead better than anybody else. And when they get a lead, they're content and they're good enough to run the ball and run the ball and do a little play action and just kill the clock in the second half. It'll it'll be interesting here. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, but I like Minnesota. I agree with the move here. I, I bet, as you, I think you did too, Ken, bet Minnesota to win the West this year. I got him at a little over 4-1. to one. Feeling pretty good
3: about yeah, it, absolutely. Too. Got one of those tickets yeah. in the back pocket and feeling good. Already cashed one as well. Kansas already over their total nice. of 2.5. That always feels good on top of it. <laughs> hey, final thing. Georgia's looked so, so good. Last week... For a lot of people, oh, the Gamecocks are a live dog here. This is going to be more difficult, you think? And, and they just walloped them. Have you talked to Benson and the rest of the group back there? How big is their gap right now, Georgia and everybody else?
2: Uh, well, remember before the year, uh, Metcalf had Alabama seven points better than Ohio State and seven and a half better than Georgia.
4: Hmm.
2: Uh, he's now still got Alabama slightly better. Remember that he has a long tail. It takes a while for him to move his number, but he's still got Alabama a little less than a field goal better than Georgia. So uh, it it, it will take a while, and it will take some more SEC play before I think it gets there. But uh, at least in his mind, he still has Alabama as the superior team.
1: TV Wednesday with us? Yeah, that sounds good. Good stuff. We'll we'll talk to you early in the week. Thank you, Mike Palm. Have a great weekend. We appreciate it. Download the Circus Sports app now. Uh, Circus Sports here in the state of Iowa. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it.
2: Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend.
1: Yep, you do the same. Mike Palm, VP of Operations uh, at Circa. Big 12 basketball, Iowa's basketball schedule, tip times, dates announced, and television destinations. I saw that. So it looks like there's – this is the Big 12. I'm not talking about the Mm non-cons. So there'll be one plus, the Baylor game, the first one of the years, uh, Big 10 plus, Texas – and then three straight, Texas Tech, Kansas, Texas, all ESPN plus – four straight, Oklahoma State, too. And mm. then that's it. So you get past the 21st of January, they're on ESPN the rest of the time.
3: Okay, so make sure you get your streaming service set up for January. Yes, because you'll need it. And then after that, cancel. Yeah, Texas Tech,
1: Kansas, Texas, and Oklahoma State, four straight uh, on ESPN+. Plus. All right, we will talk some hawks next. Where are you
3: on that game? You take the points in that, don't you? Against Rutgers? Yes. Oh, all day long. I th- I would, too. I fired my first bet of the week was on the under. I got Rutgers at plus eight. I'm going to be tasting the money line. Rutgers, this is going to be a banged-out crowd. Mm-hmm. Their first night game since mm-hmm. 2017. A program that's realistic. They've lost something like 19 straight home games in Big Ten play, too. 19, their last four wins really? have all come on the road in conference play. This is a... Hornets' nest they're going into. And this Iowa offensive line has been bad. Now they actually have to play on the road. Look out. Take a time out. Come back. We will talk about those Hawks with Tom Caker at
1: HawkeyeReport.com. Miller and Condon. Our picks still to come. It's Des Moines Sports Station
3: 106.3. KXNO. The NFL got off to a great start last week, and it's in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook. They're an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers, how about this? Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win you'll get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up
1: same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost up your winnings over 100%. How about that? With uh, payouts even bigger than uh, than ever, why would you bet anywhere else? And to make it even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays
3: once per game day and do it all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use promo code KXNO. $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on the money line on any football game. Promo code KXNO only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. Bonus issued as is free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. org.
0: Get in on the action with the world's largest sportsbook right at your fingertips. Circus Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circasports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Wherever you get
3: your podcast. After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today, gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know. Companies like Wolf Roofing. You know, Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to Wolf Roofing on Peacock. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now's your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy.
0: bets off.
1: Thirty Miller and Condon, welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Take you here until noon. Our picks uh, coming up. Uh, let's talk some Hawks, shall we? Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com. He joins the conversation. It'll be a banged-out stadium uh, in Piscataway. I guess, is it Piscataway or New New Brunswick? Piscataway. I think it is, too. Uh, anyways.
3: Well, Tom's been there. He'd be a guy to ask.
1: Well, let's do it. He's with us. Hello, Tom. Um when when you got yes. off the train or parked the car, where did you park it?
5: I I don't even remember. So, <laughs> I don't know. You just want to get I out of there know. as quick as I possible. I think it's new Br- I think it's a new Brunswick. Stop. Gotcha.
1: Okay. I think that's what I think it is too. Anyways, uh we know that's where the game is going to be played. Uh, are you going by the way?
5: No, I'm uh, I am at home uh going to Still dealing with some some health things, so I'm I'm, I'm sticking uh, sticking close to home this
1: weekend. Uh, good, uh, don't blame you one bit, and hopefully you're on the mend, Tom Caker. Well, let's talk about the game because, well, we know what the to- the total is going to be. We know there's we anticipate there's going to be a lot of punts. Might this thing just go off the rails and get crazy yeah. and and uh, you know end up twenty four to twenty one something like that? Is there any chance that could happen, Tom, or is that unlikely?
5: I just don't. Uh, you know, but then again, I didn't think that that Maryland game last year would end up 51-14 to yeah, 14 or no whatever point. it was. I didn't think that was going to happen. And lo and behold, there's an Iowa team that was offensively challenged, too, that scored 51 points on the road. Uh, but I just, uh, to me, this is first one to get to 10, you know? <laughs> Jeez. It kind of feels like that. It just... I mean, you know, it's especially true with the punters the way they are. That's why, because I just don't think either team can sustain drives. So unless one of the quarterbacks just has some brain cramps or there's some fumbles or something, Mm -hmm. it's just, I just don't think either team can make sustained 80 yard drives on a, uh, on a a semi-regular basis in a football game.
3: So, The Rutgers pass offense has their own set of issues. We have talked plenty about the Iowa side of things. Just how bad is it? Three different guys that have been out there trying to play the quarterback position. It doesn't look like Vedrill is going to be available this week, at least the last thing that I saw. How bad is it for Rutgers trying to throw the ball in? It's not a defense. You want to be struggling by this Hawkeye defense, how well they're playing.
5: Yeah, and one of the guys that started is actually their starting tight end. Right. The Langen kid is like their tight end. That just kind of, he's a Swiss Army knife kind of kid who just does a little bit of everything. But uh, it doesn't sound like, um, I, I don't think the young kid is even going to be available. So it's Whimsatt? probably going to be, yeah, which, uh, he's not going to be available, is what I was told. So mm. um, I think he's hurt. So, but uh, at least it was questionable that he was going to be available. It sounds like they're going to play Simon. And yep. Simon says he's not very good either. So uh he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's challenged and they've got the Crookshank, I think is the kid's name, the return guy and wide receiver. That's pretty good. Um, and he's been there seems like forever, oh, yes. but, um, number one, it. right? No, yeah. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't have, I mean, they've got a pretty decent run game so far, but they've ran against Boston college temple and Wagner.
1: Then, yeah, you know. yeah. Uh, it's interesting slate to get to the where they're at, but it's Shiano and it's going to be packed. Uh, it, it, I just, I think this is a tricky spot for Iowa, Tom, and I certainly wouldn't is, have said that prior to the year.
5: Yeah, it, it. You know, the thing I come back to though is everybody thought that that Maryland game was going to be a tricky spot last mm-hmm. year. Now, hey, oh. mm-hmm. I think Maryland was undefeated too, and you know, Van Pelt was all fired up with the Snake Pit and everything, right. and and that thing was over at halftime you know it was done and um and and that was a fired up crowd there too boy those guys were just that that crowd was into it uh and i'm sure that it sounds like it's going to be sold out so um you know the 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 polywalnuts crowd will be there and they'll be after getting after it uh in jersey so I'm sure it's going to be loud and boisterous and they've pulled off some good upsets i mean i remember back when I think it was probably during Shiano's first tour of duty there where they they played like Lamar Jackson or somebody hmm. maybe and, and and beat them at night up there.
1: I'll take, I don't recall it but I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's had
3: happened before. It's He's been He's a good a coach. I like him. Oh yeah, he he is a really really good coach. Yeah. So we saw signs out of the passing game. I I'm not ready to throw a parade yet, but there were certainly signs there. Now, Keegan Johnson's not going to be available. That takes away certainly yep. a deep threat in the passing game. But from what you saw a week ago, how much improvement was it? Was it just Nevada's that bad, or did you see real tangible signs of this passing game at least trying to become competent?
5: At, at least competent, serviceable might be the, the word that I've used this week. I think that it's at least something, you know, they can at least run uh, a three wide receiver sets. They can go into 11 personnel every once in a while and not look crazy um, and have a, you know, a tight end split out there. Uh, so I think from that aspect, it's a, it's a positive. Having Reganey out there is like having, yeah. it's like Linus getting a security blanket back for, for Spencer, that he's got another guy that he can go to and feel comfortable going to. Um, and Nico's going to be pretty fired up for this game. He's sure. got, Almost eighty people coming from Connecticut, making the trip down. So um he's gonna have a large contingent of people there. I know he wants to play well. Um I, I think in just more time that Brody Breck gets with Spencer, the timing gets down a little bit better and maybe they'll hit on some of those deep plays. So uh I think you're gonna see, you know, some continued growth from uh from the Iowa passing game.
1: Will you fall off your chair, Tom, when the Michigan depth chart comes out on Monday and Keegan Johnson's not a part of it as well. And Tuesday, Kirk tells you that he's not going to be able to play again this week. Would that surprise you? Or does it seem like he's going to be back next week?
5: Uh, I, I don't think he'll be back next week. I just don't think that's going to happen. I, yeah, we'll see what happens with Keegan. I'm going to be curious what Kirk says on Tuesday.
3: You think he'll be back this year?
5: I don't know. Wow. It's, it just seems, um, just seems like it. You know, he came back, but it just seems like it. It got shut down awfully quick.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, so, it just always makes you wonder if, if maybe, you know, he's got more of an ongoing issue there. That, Is that he lost uh, his
1: passion for the game.
5: Uh, I don't know. It just for Iowa. you know, the, for Iowa, the, watching him come off the field, it was just not. Uh, uh, it didn't look good. Mm-hmm. Just uh, you know body language wise, it just. Looked like the the uh, hamstring thing was just bothering him, and you could just tell he was limping off. So um, I just wonder if that that thing's just going to need to be shut down for a little while and see where it goes.
3: Let's jump into the recruiting world and uh, some disappointing news: a four-star running back from Florida, Kendrick Raphael, has reopened, and doesn't look like I was going to be a part of it. I know big schools were yeah. sniffing around here, but Iowa not a place you could afford to lose weapons that you have a, a commitment from like Raphael.
5: Yeah, it's, it's not, uh, I guess the good news is it's that running back and they're pretty stacked there right now with, uh, Gavin Williams, LeShawn Williams, who go get back this week too. That, mm-hmm. So they've got another running back, uh, back who's, who's a very good running back. So they've got those guys. They've got Caleb Johnson, who we all saw last week, looked terrific. And then Jess Patterson, uh, as the other fourth guy. And then you still got Devin Hilson too. So it's not like, I would be more concerned if it were a wide receiver, <laughs> you know, because they just don't have many of those. Right. And I think that's something they've really got to address very hard in the portal, uh, this, uh, this winter. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think they're going to probably end up getting, uh, Nolan Ray, the kid who's currently, um, committed to Maryland. I think they'll end up flipping him and getting him in the fold, uh, with Iowa. They were, I think the kid wanted to commit to Iowa in June, but they um, had kind of told Raphael that they were only going to take one running back. So um, mm-hmm. I, I think the kid's going to give Iowa a hard look.
1: Uh, t- is this the week that the defense scores for the Hawks?
5: <laughs> it might be. I could see that. I, I could, could see, too. With uh, the quarterback? You know, um, you know, Terry Roberts got kind of robbed sure last <laughs> week of a 6-6 uh, when Chris Reams lines up offside. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he and he got robbed six, in the uh, Iowa
1: State game when he fell down. Because the he Iowa
5: looked, State yeah, when he, yeah he, he fell down and he would have scored. So, I, you know, let's say it. Terry Roberts picks it. I like it. I like it.
3: The defense is going to be there. And then it's Michigan. After that, I'll Ooh, look ahead, baby. You know, to that Wolverine team. We're going to find out a little bit more, maybe, about them against Maryland this week. At least a team with someone. I think of a they roll, It might be a weak pulse, but at There's least it's better I than Hawaii and try. the Yukons of the world mm-hmm. on that. Well, Tom, you like to bet? What are you betting on this week? Anything jumping out to you?
5: You know, I throw that Michigan one out there I
3: will because too.
4: it's
5: just really that's that's the classic spot where the turtles just turtle up. <laughs> it just is, and then until I see differently, I'm going to just say that. Michigan's going to going to roll them and I think Ohio State's going to roll pretty comfortably over Wisconsin this week. We
1: shall see. That number's about, uh, what, 20, 19 and a half, somewhere thereabouts.
5: Yeah, it keeps climbing. Does... A little too much
1: almost. I, I'm with you, Tom. 17, 16 and a half, maybe, dabble, but uh, getting too tight, getting too high. Uh, good stuff, Tom Caker. We'll talk to you in a week's time. It's uh, going to be fascinating to see if any to hear if anything comes of Tuesday's press conference regarding Keegan Johnson. Good stuff. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, guys. Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com as we get the latest uh, from Tom. Well, that's interesting. Not yeah. the news you needed to hear perhaps on Keegan Johnson. On Keegan Johnson, Johnson yeah. Right. Huh.
3: Told you this thing's been weird. It's been it's, weird. It's since been weird since the
1: get go. Mm-hmm. But he could have transferred. He could have. And, and stuck it out. So there was a there was a time that he was happier, at least you would
3: think. Maybe. Injuries can do weird things, know, too. No, I know, I know. Hey, where are you going to be tonight? Just real quick before we go to break. Going to be up at Drake Stadium as Des Moines Roosevelt will welcome in their former teammate, Jamison Patton, oh, and the Ankeny that Hawks. Oh, angle. I'm with you. Yeah, so that one will take the air 645 with the pregame show on 96.9, the Bull. Uh-huh. And live look-ins here during KXNO's Football Friday Night. So you're triple dipping. Will uh yeah, you'll hear live look-ins as the guys will throw it to me. Uh started that last week a little bit, so That's good. Yeah, during the broadcast, you'll hear a little play-by-play coming through the airwaves, but the full game 96.9 on the FM dial, you can also watch it, video streaming. I'll be on the call for CISN TV. So is
1: Rick Nelson going to be on the sidelines, the Ankeny coach trend? I'm hearing some bad stuff about this guy. I don't think he gets it for stars. He was suspended last year for a violation. Mm-hmm. So you would think that it would have come, at, at the time when he was reinstated, that there would have been some parameters, a short leash type of thing. So early in the week when we talked about the incident at Southeast Polk, apparently Ankeny I'm not saying destroyed the locker room, no, but they cause caused some it. they caused some damage. Absolutely. right? And I said at the time, well look it it's it's his program, but he couldn't have known what was going on. Now there's video that he participated in this. Well participation's
3: tough because it's two videos. Is he in the locker room when the kids are doing what they were doing? You don't see him, no. At least the the video that I saw, no. You do not see him in there. But you do see him banging the side of a locker. Now Coaches do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. So, I think people are trying to conflate the two. Ultimately, though... Did he ignite the situation? Did he stop the situation? Well, it certainly wasn't stopped because it happened. Was he in the locker room at the time? Was the coaches in the locker room at the time? I have not seen anything like that. I think people are conflating, but this is another checkmark against Rick Nelson in his program. Right. And he's and a been good a coach. Oh, absolutely. But why does he coach. think he can cross, keep crossing the line? Like, sooner or later, don't you run out of chances? Well, I'll be there, and I will check that sideline to see if he is there. Oh. But I've, same as you, nothing definitive, nothing right. we can go on the air about. But at this point in time, a lot of rumblings up in Ankeny about what's happening. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you would have hoped that he would have learned his lesson last year. Right. Maybe he did.
1: Maybe he didn't be on the sidelines. But you'll be at the game and you'll follow it. Our picks. uh, Let's see if we learned any lessons from last week's drubbing. Another rough one. Uh, That's coming up next as we uh, have our final segment to go here in Miller & Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.
3: Authentic Brand provides expertly designed company merchandise. Made to order apparel, hats, bags, promo items, and anything else that you could imagine. Virtually unlimited customizable options. They can do anything down to the smallest details. They custom-made KXNO and other iHeartRadio stations merchandise. Start your project today, authentic-brand.com. After the storms hit central Iowa recently, you see companies from all over the country come to Iowa to take advantage of Iowans' misfortune. They're here today. Gone tomorrow. You want to stick with companies you know, companies like Wolf Roofing. You know, Wolf Roofing will be here long after the storm. They've been here for over 25 years. Wolf Roofing and its employees are Central Iowans just like you. When storms hit and misfortune happens, they take care of their own. Go to WolfRoofing.net.
0: Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO, brought to you by Circus Sports, sports betting the way it should be with Circus Sports Iowa.
1: All right, we're going to lose that sponsorship, Trent, if we don't start picking some winners here. It has been ugly. Are we both below five?
3: I mean, I know I'm horribly below. Are you below 500? I am. I've gone two and three, two and three, and two and three. That is not winning. That is no. 6 and 9. That is 40%. You are 4 10 and 1. I long for a 2 and 3. You would sign up for it. That means the T-Box is mine. Let's get into it here. Two college, two pro, and our best bet of the week. I mentioned earlier when we were talking with Bama Bob, podcast up on that one. Minnesota going to Michigan State. And the Gophers have played nobody. They're running the ball well. I just need to see more. Now with no deep threat, with Ottman Bell out. I think Sparty bounces back in a big-time way and maybe f- saw something late in that game as they started to come back against Washington. Really like their opportunity to get it done in the passing game. Give me Sparty getting a field goal at home. Game number two, Oklahoma playing host to Kansas State. Wildcats were bad last week. It has been talk of Martinez all week long needing to unleash it a little bit. Go with a little bit of that bravado we've seen from him before I think they do in a big-time way. K-State has had the number in the past of this program. And I'm going to go back to that line again and take Kansas State plus the 12-and-a-half. Jumping over to the pro game, Sunday night football. your godforsaken Denver Broncos. They're going to
1: get spanked, aren't
3: they? San Francisco laying a point-and-a-half. I know this is a public play. It might be the square side. I'm going to take it all day long. Garoppolo back. They coast and cruise. Give me the 49ers laying the one-and-a-half. Talked about it with Palm. I'm a Jaguar. Call me Mr. Jaguar (laughs) over here. Jacksonville getting a touchdown. I don't get this play. The Chargers are banged up. Mm -hmm. I get that part. They can't run the football. Uh, Eckler's a good player. He's averaging 2.6 yards a carry. He needs to be better. That's not good. 28 carries, less than 100 yards for Eckler this year. Jacksonville, plus the 7. We wrap it up, something you will never do. We're going in-state for my final pick of the day. And it is the 11 o'clock game. Iowa State. The sharps are all over it. I'm all over it too. Payback from a year ago when Iowa State let one get away. Is this your best bet? Best bet of the week. Cyclones laying two and a half.
1: I, I, th- I think I smell a one and four coming for you, Trent. We'll see. All right, let's start. Like my record is any shine here. Right, right right, right. uh, I'm going to start with Michigan and Maryland, and I'm going to have to lay it if you want to play it, as Lee Sterling says, and I will. Uh, look, the Wolverines haven't beaten anybody. Uh, Maryland's toward the bottom of the Big Ten East. If Michigan does fancy themselves as a true peer to Ohio State, then they'll spank Maryland. I lay the 17, pick number one. While I'm laying 17, I'm grabbing 10.5. In the middle of the day tomorrow, 2.30, CBS has it. Knoxville, Florida, and Tennessee love this rivalry. used to be so good. Uh, Anthony Richardson has to bounce back one of these weeks. Hendon Hooker, the quarterback for Tennessee, he's legit. But ten and a half is too many points. Pick number two. To the NFL, the game that I can't wait to watch is Buffalo and Miami. It's an AFC East collision. I think the Bills flex. I really do. I'll lay the six and a half on the road. Take the uh, take the Bills as they improve and reassert themselves as the NFL's best team. I'm scared to death that the Chiefs are our survivor pick, so I'm just going to take the Colts in their place. <laughs> at least that way I'll win one of these things, either to survive to week number four. I guess I could have it both ways if the Chiefs win by a field goal. Middle at opportunity. But I'll take the Colts in the five and a half. That is a desperate football team. I don't get this point spread. I don't like New England at all. I don't think they're very good. Uh, I think Belichick is losing. Well, his his luster might be uh, living in Tampa Bay now. Uh, But Baltimore, they've got to bounce back after that embarrassment last week. I believe they do. That's my best bet of the week. It's two and a half. I have to lay less than a field goal?
3: Yes, please. Give me the Ravens. Ravens, Colts, Bills, Gators, Wolverines for you. Sparty, Kansas State, 49ers, Jaguars, and Cyclones for me. So if I go 4-1, do I get to 500? Or... We'll get you to eight, eleven, and one A 5-0 doesn't even get you back to Mount 500. Oh, I got a long way to go. Long way. We're digging ourselves this. September really doesn't count. Oh, well, let's start over then. All right. Reset <laughs> it. Well, Williams Uh, did that one
1: time. I know, and he got crap for it. We can't either, so we shall uh, just Our record is what it says it is, right? Indeed, and it's not pretty. Um, Baseball this week. You know tonight, so Judge has a chance to tie the home run Mm -hmm.
3: record. Apple TV Plus. But you can get a free sign-up for it. It is free. If it was on Yes, I wouldn't be able to see it. I can I, watch see, it I
1: would I would be able to because I pay for the package. And then Sunday night baseball so the Yes Network doesn't get tonight, right. nor do they get Sunday. They better hope for tomorrow. We hope you have a good weekend. It's Miller and Condon. We'll be back Monday on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.